This is a podcast from Minute Media. In the fall each year we all congregate The bounce all gathered at the church of Pilgrim The scriptures reading from the book of Munson Our favorite verse, my God, a freshman German can obnoxious, what you'll face Ain't nothing finer in the land Now the 3,000 of our best friends It's Saturday in that thing Welcome to the Saturday Night Athens podcast, where a Georgia Bulldogs show by dogs fans for dogs fans. I'm your host, Herschel Gurley, joined as always by my co-host, Boss Dog. And we're just going to do it quick and dirty here, homie. Some breaking news coming out of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and uh, Chip Towers reporting that Dan Lanning is taking the now vacant head coaching job with the University of Oregon after Mario Cristobal uh, left Eugene to go be the head coach at the U. So now we'll caveat this with not 100% confirmed yet, but Chip's rolling with it. So we're going to chat about it. Seems like everything is in place and what they are working out is details surrounding whether or not he will coach the dog's defense during the college football playoff. So um, obviously real, real fresh news, boss, but what are your initial takes and thoughts on this? My first thought was congratulations to Coach Laning. Has there been someone on the defensive side that's had a more meteoric rise in the last four years that you can think of? Nope. My second thought was that his name has been come up in coaching rumors for the past couple of years, and we were going to lose him eventually. It's not that big a shock that he got a job. This job surprises me, him going the whole way over to the West Coast. My bigger concern isn't losing Coach Laning. My bigger concern is who is he taking with him? Yeah, that's my concern. And I would be shocked if anyone else leaves before the playoffs. I'll be shocked, honestly, if he leaves and doesn't go with the Kirby Smart playbook and stay through the playoffs. Yes, 100%. So for me, I'm right there with you. First thing I saw was, hey, this is awesome news for Coach Landing. This is this is the point, right? is to be a coordinator and develop your coordinators so your coordinators can then go on and be head coaches somewhere else. This is a good thing for the University of Georgia. It's a good thing for Kirby Smart as a head coach and as a developer of coaches. So all of those things are fantastic. And I'm with you, homie. It did surprise me where it was um, for a number of reasons, right? Number one, Dude, let's kind of get it twisted. They have not been, I would say, prominent, like Chip Kelly prominent in the past five-plus years. But, brother, Oregon is a big job. I mean, that is a big-time job. You got all the ass on Nike behind you. I mean, that is a big job. So from a visibility perspective, from a ability to recruit perspective, from a resources perspective, homie, Oregon, a big-time job. So for Coach Landing, dude, that's that's freaking awesome. I mean, that's fantastic. And I think what I love about it from like a competitor's perspective and some something to watch and something to root for is now he has the opportunity to go out there and kick Lincoln Riley's ass every year at USC, right? So like, yeah, I kind of love that too. And what a juxtaposition of styles 
I think that's the interesting piece of it for me with Landing being hired at Oregon is what do we think of when we think of Oregon? We think of Chip Kelly. We think of these high-flying offenses. We think of go, 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 quick offense, let's run NASCAR, all these things, right? Well, Coach Landon's going to bring some bite to the defensive side of the ball there. So I think that's interesting to watch. And look, man, if you've watched anything from a content standpoint that involves Coach Landing, whether that is the SEC insides or any of the stuff that Georgia has done with Kirby Smart All Access, whatever it may be, if you aren't 100% confident that Dan Lanning can go into a living room and recruit a kid and recruit his family to come be an Oregon Duck, I don't know what to tell you because I'd play for him. I can tell you that much. I mean, he makes you want to run through a wall, brother. So I think he's got a real opportunity to do something good there. And like you said, man, good for him. That's fantastic. I also agree with you. I will be surprised isn't even the word, like shocked if he does not stay through the CFP. I just, that would seem to be counter to everything that's on his insides. First off, just from a loyalty perspective to those guys, right? Like especially those guys that came back to take another stab at it this year. I would be... It would shock me if he didn't stay. The other thing that you said that I think is right on the money is who is he going to take with him? And the first name that came to my mind when you said that was Glenn Schumann. Like, yeah. Glenn Schumann needs to stay in the classic city. If HG and Boss need to print up buttons and T-shirts to get that movement going, we will gladly do that because Coach Shu needs to stay in the classic city. Like, I think he is vital to what the arc going forward is. Um, I also think he is a dynamic teacher and coach. So that's a big one for me. I know the, the, the easy thing that people are going to say is coach Muschamp. They should just have coach Muschamp roll in and be the DC. I think it's way more layered and complicated than that. Um, I just think from a pure development perspective, coach shoe is the one to watch on that. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you think the money's going to be? Uh, well, I mean, he makes what 1.7 right now. Yeah. I think. Oh, so going to be way more than that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to say at least my guess is probably at least double. Yeah. I was going to say five mil a year. I don't think it's going to be quite that much. First time head coach. My guess is probably in the 4.5 range. Well, hold on. What were they paying Cristobal? I have, I, Cristobal, from what I understand, his contract was one of the, one of the reasons that he left. So I think that I think he would probably he got a hefty raise to go to Miami and obviously he's from that area, but I don't know. I honestly, I don't know, but I think that he's probably going to get in the, my guess is first time head coach, probably the four and a half. I could see five mil range, but my guess is if I take a stab at it today, four and a half. Secondary question, obviously early signing day coming up next week. Does this affect any committed recruits to Georgia or, or what? I mean, we saw, we've seen big names um, decommit after coaching changes already in the last two to three weeks. Do you think Georgia sees any attrition because of that? Or you think everybody's pretty locked in and committed to the program? We're not that type of program. We're not the type of program that would lose a coordinator and it, have a huge effect on a class. I would not be surprised if there's one 
lost because of it, but this is a deep staff of good recruiters and there's a lot of personal relationships and Kirby is the main recruiter for pretty much everybody, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying this won't affect us with a couple of the undecided people. That's where it may hurt us with a couple of those linebackers that are undecided and that, I mean, I honestly don't believe that at this point in juncture with signing day four or five days away, that there isn't people that aren't undecided. I think they know they just haven't announced it yet, which is perfectly fine that they want to have their, you know, celebratory thing at their school or whatever. Perfectly fine. But you can't tell me that there's not people that don't already know where they're going at this point. The majority of people anyway. So I think that I don't think that there's people that are going to come out and be like, all of a sudden, you know, not go to Georgia because landing left. Yeah. I also think some of it's going to be geography, right? Like most of the kids that he's recruited are, you know, I, that would be a big jump to go all the way to Oregon. I think that's the other interesting piece of it is, you know, I know he was at Memphis, which was, you know, kind of mid mid America, but the flip side of that is recruiting kids to come all the way out to Eugene. I think it's going to be a different pocket, although Georgia recruits nationwide. So who knows? I, I think, I think that'll be an easier transition for him because of that. But yeah, I, I just think that's something interesting to watch. Now, if there's a pocket of people who leave with him and that comes out, that could affect, I'm not saying there won't be some transfers that follow him. I mean, we're going to lose people to the transfer portal. There could be some transfers that follow him. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. But I, you know, I think the, the end of the day, the takeaway from this is this is great for coach Lanning and this is great for the continued development of Kirby as a, you know, top three head coach in the country, not just from a results on the field perspective, but, but he's developing coaching staff, right? So this is second straight DC that's going to be the head coach at a major program. Dude, that's that's validation of, of what they're doing, I think. So I think it's great from a brand building perspective that, that this is happening. Man, I just can't believe it's Oregon. I thought Oklahoma would have been a much more, I don't know, would have made more sense, I think, just from the transitionary point. But, I, dude, I love it. I mean, I'll freaking root for him for sure. With the Except depth, in week one. Except, so oh, that's the other piece. I'm glad you bring that up. That was my secondary question is, if all this turns out to be true, which is looking like it is, boy, does it create quite the off-season storyline, right? Dogs are going to open with the Ducks at the Bens to open the 2022 season. So, man, if you're a Georgia beat writer or somebody who covers Georgia football, you're, you're almost licking your chops that this is true because – the stories are going to write themselves, man. Like, I mean, it's going to be great. So, yeah, I, it, it's rife with storylines for sure. Um, do you think he is the last person on staff to roll? I mean, outside of guys that may go with him. I just mean, do you think there are guys that are going to transition and take other jobs? I think there's going to be your natural attrition. I, would, I, I have no names and I have no insight into this. I just think that each year we've – lost at least one and 
I would expect that to happen outside of him. Laning was the, the popular name to leave. So I would expect there to be at least one more. I don't know who, um, but I would expect there to be at least one turnover, probably one where it's going to be like, hey, you should probably seek employment elsewhere type situation. Um, yeah. Where it wouldn't be that, we're not going to be that heartbroken if you leave, um, kind of mutual parting of the ways. So where's your head at on what I suggested? Do you think Schumann is a viable candidate to step into those shoes? Do you think it is possible that Muschamp rolls into that position? Do you think they go outside the house to try and fill it? What, what do you think they'll do? If he does, if Shu does not get offered the job, he's going to Oregon. Guarantee it. To be so, DC. Yeah. To be DC. To be DC. Yeah, that, that is that's exactly kind of, what's that's happen. kind of my that's kind of my thought too. That's why I think it's a no brainer to just elevate and offer him. I I just think it makes perfect sense. Plus, <laughs> look at the results, homie. And plus, I mean, Schumann's been with Kirby this entire time. He's yeah. been with him longer than anyone. I can't imagine yeah. that he's not. He's being he's been groomed for this this entire time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and that would follow the pattern from before, right? I mean, the elevation of of Dan after coach Tuck left. So yeah, I, I'm on board with that. And I think that's the right move. I will almost be disappointed if that doesn't happen. So I agree with you. I think that's the play is for coach Shuda pull into that spot and rock and roll. So it's just interesting, man. You talk about a Friday news dump, drop that on four forty-five on a Friday. So yeah, yeah, the, the big piece of that story, which I, you, you've kind of made it two big pieces uh, with your point for me, is one, does he stay and coach the CFP? I mean, that's the huge one for me. And then probably point 1A is who does he fill his staff with at Oregon that's already on the, the Georgia staff, right? So, yeah, those are, those are the pieces I'm kind of keyed on, too. Um, well, while we're talking defense and Coach Lanning, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least talk a little bit about Jordan Davis's big night last night at the award shows. Or did it say he's only the first person since Aaron Donald to win them both, right? And to third the, ever. Yeah, third ever to win the Nagurski and the, what's the other one, the Outlander? Outland. Outland, yeah. Yeah, so, boy, you talk about cementing a legacy. And the other name on the list was Indomitian Sioux. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. boy, you talk pretty good company. You talk, you talk about elite company, um, and boy, just couldn't be happier for Jordan. Um, number one, just because when we've talked about this a bunch, what a what an ambassador for the University of Georgia, right? And also, he bet on himself. He came back. He wanted to make a run for the title, and. Um, had unfinished business and to be rewarded for it in this manner, man, it's just got to make you feel good. If you, if you love Jordan, like all the dog nation does. So yeah, man, so happy for him. And, um, hopefully that's, you know, continues to boost him through not just playoff season, but then into combine season into the draft process. Cause, and I'm just excited for the opportunities he's going to get and, and what he's going to be able to do at the next level. So yeah, it was awesome. Nakobe Nakobe was captain of the good good works team. Yeah, and they both were uh, Walter Camp All Americans. Yeah, which they said what that was the first time two Georgia defenders had been on the same first team All American team since 
Jarvis Jones and was it Bakari Rambo? Uh, wasn't it Tree? Uh, maybe or it was what? Tree. I don't know. I got to check on that. I thought I, was, I thought the second name on there was the defensive back. I know Jarvis was the one, but yeah. But either way, fantastic for both of them. I mean, and obviously well deserved. Yeah, they both had monster years. Uh, were you surprised that Jordan didn't make the Final Four for New York, or did the list kind of fall in line with what your expectation was? Pretty much what I expected. I mean, Aiden was getting all the, the pub here at the end with the, the last huge couple of games, so it wasn't surprised that he got in there. And then, obviously, the quarterbacks. I mean, Bryce is going to win. There's no question yeah. that he's going to win. Oh, no and doubt. So, but if there were, they were going to take a defensive player, they were going to take Aiden because of what he's done the past, you know, two, three games on the national stage. Yeah. So that yeah, didn't surprise that. me at all. Yeah, you got Georgia closing the season with Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech, so you're not getting any marquee national time. And then uh, it certainly didn't help that the Georgia defense gives up 34 points in the SEC title game against another Heisman contender. I mean, don't you think if things had gone differently in Atlanta, maybe that narrative looks a little different? It does. But, I mean, honestly, if if Sue didn't get the chance and didn't win it when he was there, realistically a defensive tackle was never going to get the credit defensive yeah. end has a better shot but a defensive end's never going to win it either it's just not going to happen yeah i think one of the pulls for hudson was there's a tangible stat they can place around his value right because yeah. he's got double digit sacks and i always thought that was going to be the tricky proposition with jordan's kind of push to new york was how are you going to sell this to like the average voter Right. Like who is actually a nuanced enough voter within the Heisman system to go, oh, yeah, this guy's one of the most valuable players in college football because of what he does and what he allows his teammates to do. No, no way. I mean, I just don't, it wasn't going to happen. They need something to latch on to. That's why quarterbacks and running backs are always the ones at the top of the heap is because there are so many tangible statistical categories they can all latch on to and go, oh, see, this is why I voted. This is why this person is the best which who cares, but it is what it is. Well, um, you know, like I said, quick and dirty, just want to do something short, react to that. Cause obviously it's pretty monster news from a program perspective, especially given what's going to happen in the next five weeks, hopefully with a semi and a title game appearance. So yeah, it, interesting to see how that's all going to play. And out. early signing and, day. And early signing day. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't discount that. It's not just a, it's not just in the books that everybody's going to stay latched on. It may cause may cause the boat to get rocked a little bit. Do you? Th- well, let me ask you one more thing, then I'll let you go. Do you think that Kirby will move quickly to name a replacement, or do you think he'll wait till after everything's done with the season and everything's settled? I would be shocked if Kirby. Well, let me let me paraphrase this. If it's Schumann or Champ. I would be shocked if he names one quickly. Yeah. If it's someone outside the program, we're going to know immediately because he's going to follow the same thing he did when he named Lanning um, the defensive coordinator. We may not know until March when they make an official announcement. Um, I could really foresee him following that same pattern. And if he's going to go in-house. Yeah. Well, and I feel like to your point, if they go in-house, 
the, the important piece of this is on the recruiting trail and they can let all that be known on the recruiting trail. They're so going to they know. Can, yeah. They're going to know. The kids will know. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Well, never a dull moment, brother. We got CFP chase happening and then we got all this stuff going no, on. So never a dull moment. Coaching carousel and all the coaching dominoes finally hit Athens, but um, congratulations to coach Lanning. I think this is awesome for him. And again, I think it's awesome for what the brand of Georgia football has become and is still continuing to become. So yeah, congratulations coach. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll check back in next week with something more extensive, but just wanted to get something out quick on, on all that. So everybody have a uh, great weekend and go dog sick them. Go dogs. Hey, George is better now.